Thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. On today's show, we do the usual news, scores, matchups, and we take a look back at the first half of the fantasy football season. This is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. Well, thanks for coming back. Um, we missed a week. I uh, went down to Mexico and had to deal with something last week, so I wasn't able to record Wednesday's show. Hopefully you all got on without me just fine, which I'm sure you did. So uh, I was looking this week, or today actually, at um, the lineup, and I realized something. We had all kind of been operating under the assumption that um, the top three teams in each division would get into the playoffs and then the bottom two teams in each division would face off in the toilet bowl games to see who's the worst team. That doesn't look like it's the case, and I think it's a setup that it's not something that's able to change. So even though we're operating on that assumption, it, it will not change. The top six teams with the best records will get in to the playoffs. The bottom four teams will be in the toilet bowl playoffs. So the divisions don't really matter. If you look, um, if you go to the tab and you click schedule and playoff bracket, that's where you're going to find that information. So as of right now, if the season ended today, it would be AJ and Hans with a first round bye in the playoffs. And then Brandon would be team number three and Travis would be team number four. And then Mama Boys is team number five, and, or Mama Boys is team number six, and Suck a Dicka would be team number five. I don't know how that makes sense, though, because I thought Travis and Matt had, Matt had a better record than Travis. Nope, that's correct, because Travis and Matt have the same record right now. However, uh, Travis would have more points for. He's at 688, and Matt is at 649. So that is the first round of tiebreakers. If there's a tie then, that would be a miracle, and you would go to the second round of tiebreakers, which I'm not sure what it is. But um, So yeah, top six teams overall, if you have the same record with someone else, it's total points for. That means the total points that you've scored over the fantasy season that um, would determine your seat in the playoffs. So now we're entering into the big buys for the next couple weeks. There's going to be a lot of teams on buys, and some teams will have uh, what I like to call a bipocalypse. And it's getting really excited. A lot of trades are being thrown out there, and I would encourage people to keep trading, keep offering trades, and keep uh, keep accepting options. Um, you can always improve your team. There's always room for improvement. And uh, let's, uh, let's finish this season out strong. Uh, right now, I'm a half game out of the playoffs. If I would have won last week, I would be the number six seed and mom would be the number seven seed. So even teams, um, Scott's only a half game behind me, so he's one game behind the playoffs. I think Tyler's a half game behind me. Um, and Uncle Johnny would be one and a half games behind. So still a lot of football to be had and uh, teams can go on. You know, if you started one and four, there's a chance that a team could lose four games in a row. I remember last year I lost like the last six games and barely made it into the playoffs. And then I ended up winning the whole thing. Okay, uh, let's look at the news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy and this is what's happening in your world tonight. 
Uh, Dalvin Cook is questionable, but uh, I heard a source out of Minnesota that says there's a 0% chance that he'll play this week. Sony Michelle is listed as doubtful uh, with a knee injury. Uh, they're talking four to six weeks for his return, so that is not good for me. Randall Cobb and Geronimo, excuse me, Geronimo Allison returned to practice today. The Packers are 100% heading into their uh, biggest game of the year against the Rams. Uh, Bilal Powell was placed on injured reserve. Uh, likely we will not see him again this year. Matt Breida didn't participate in today's practice. Kyle Hannon Shanahan said the running back has shown improvement since Sunday, but it's still listed as questionable. Royce Freeman uh, did not participate in practice today, and he's labeled as day-to-day after a high ankle sprain. Marshawn Lynch underwent surgery and was placed on injured reserve. Uh, that means it's likely we will not see him again this season as well. Also, Adam Vinatieri is dealing with a hamstring injury. Um, the Colts brought in kickers to try out. It's interesting because he's like five points away from the all-time leading score in the NFL. So he needs two more field goals, and he'll have the all-time scoring record in the NFL. But um, I had him in an early league, and I dropped him just because I was scared of uh, another negative point game for a kicker. We can get into that later, how uh, pissed off I've been at kickers. and um, But keep an eye on that. Ding, ding, ding. I guess that's my intro for the Le'Veon Bell watch. Hopefully this is the last week of it. Um, after the whole season of saying he was going to be here by today or Monday, uh, he did not show up. Everyone is speculating that he will sign his franchise tender contract after the trade deadline next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Um, but we haven't heard any word from his, his Twitter account or him or anything else. So James Conner is still a good uh, player right now. Um, and he'll be good for the next week or so, depending on what happens if and when Le'Veon Bell shows up and saves my season. Leonard Fournette is doubtful. Um, I was reading about his injuries and everything that happened this way. He isn't expected to participate in practice. He's de still dealing with that hamstring. I um, expect him to be out for a while. And the big news is that Oakland Raiders traded for to the Dallas Cowboys Amari Cooper for a first-round draft pick. Um, Cooper was dealing with a hamstring, but he gets two bye weeks now to recover from that. And... The Raiders continue their uh, fire sale of all their good players, and John Gruden continues to collect, I think, $8 a second, um, and he's getting paid a large amount of money to trade all his players away. I picked him up. We'll talk about that later or dive into how much I paid for him. I guess I overpaid because no one else did, but um, he's owned in 86.6% .6 of leagues, uh, I thought it was worth a roster spot just to see what happens if him and Dak get on the same page and the Cowboys get rolling this year. He could end up being a really good player at the end of it. Um, like I said, I had the spot for him and thought, why not? Okay, so it is Wednesday. That means it's waiver day. And we'll uh, take a look at the waivers. A lot of activity happening. Let's see what uh, happened today. 
Um, first, I put an $11 bid in for for Amari Cooper, and uh, I won him at that price. Looks like Travis submitted a bid for him at $5 and was unsuccessful. Um, Uncle Johnny, $10 for a Texans defense. Uh, I was pretty upset about that. <laughs> I wanted the Texans defense really, really badly. Um, they got a great matchup this week on Thursday night against the Dolphins, who are missing like three or four of their players. Uh, Brock Osweiler is starting. Uh, they've been scoring a lot of points. Their defense looks like they're getting their stuff together. So good for you, Uncle Johnny. Um, I don't know if I'd ever spend $10 of fab on a defense, but um, I think I put in a bit of four. Yeah, I put in a bit of four and, and did not get it. Um, Scott added Dion Lewis. I didn't even know that he was on waivers. So good job, Scott, uh, for $5. Um, Scott put in a bit of $5 for LeGarrette Blunt, but didn't get him because um, maximum roster size. So he put in, he, he probably dropped the same player for Deion Lewis and LeGarrette Blunt, and he ended up with Blunt because those were the orders of his waivers. Travis added Jordy Nelson for $4. I think he was on, nope. Brandon put in a bit of $0 and didn't get him. Um, I added the kicker from Houston. Hopefully this will be the first week in a month that I have a positive score from a kicker. This guy, Fair Biner from Houston, hasn't missed a kick all season. So let's keep our fingers crossed for that. Um, Travis added Jalen Rich Richard from Oakland, the running back, for $0.00. Oh, no, Brandon put in a bid for Jordy Nelson, $0. He also wanted the kicker I got for $0. Um, I wonder why I got him. Maybe I'm higher in the waiver I will order. Brandon added Giovanni Bernard and Doug Martin, who is a terrible, terrible running back. So if we could pause for a minute and talk about my kicker situation. No one else in our fantasy football league has had a kicker with negative points. I've had it for three straight weeks. This week in particular, I would have won my week had it not been for kickers. So Travis and I have been collaborating. The kickers are going to be gone next year. Also with the defenses, we're going to add a running back and a extra wide receiver spot. And we're going to get this kicker business out of this. It's too much to chance. I've lost two weeks now because of negative points from kickers. And I, I've had enough of it. Um, kickers are gone. They're pretty much dead to me. Um, so that's what's going to happen. Uh, well, obviously, we'll put it to a vote. If you uh, feel differently about it next year, we'll put it to a vote. And if it doesn't pass, it doesn't pass. But that's where I'm at. I hope a lot of you guys are on the same page with me. And we'll be a progressive league that doesn't have any kickers. Okay, let's look at the scores from last week. I took on Uncle Johnny. Um, I was projected to win by five points. We ended up tying. It's the first time I've ever tied anyone in fantasy football, 84 to 84. Uh, Matt Bolton took on Mom with his lowest score of the week, of the year, scoring 56 points. Mom won 92 to 56. Mom's now three and four. Matt's four and three. I think he's dropped two in a row. Um, Brandon took on Hans. Hans lost 65 to 107. 
uh, Hans uh, didn't know that Melvin Gordon was going to be out. That was an early game, and he ended up not getting him out of his roster quick enough. Adam took on Scott. Scott lost 87 to 121. Adam six and one. Scott's two and five. And Travis took on Tyler. Tyler lost 116 to 118. Travis is four and three. Tyler's now two and five. That's an unfortunate loss to be the second or the third highest score of the week, and you didn't come out of there with a W. Um, yeah, that game, it could have gone either way. They had three plays at the goal line with Eli Manning, and he ran it twice and didn't get it, and then threw a touchdown to Odell when they had Saquon right behind him. So if Saquon would have gotten that ball, Tyler would have easily won. Um, that's just the way it goes sometimes. Okay, uh, let's see if we can figure out who's going to win and who's going to lose this week. Okay, so I'm taking on Brandon. I'm 2-4-1. Brandon is 5-2. and two. Um, I don't think he's set his lineup yet. It's projecting... Brandon is an underdog by 10.2 points. Who is he missing? Yeah, he needs to put his kicker in. Or he needs to get a kicker because he doesn't have one because I have him. Um, yeah, so Brandon is a 10-point underdog, but like I said, he needs a kicker. He'll be a 4- or 5-point underdog once he gets that going. Um, hopefully this is the week that everything comes to fruition for Brandon's team because he had Latavius Murray last week who had a career-high game. Um He's only projected at nine points this week. Maybe he'll go a little lower. Doug Martin is a terrible running back who will take all your hopes and dreams and flush them down the toilet, so there's no way that dude's getting eight points. Tyreek Hill will probably walk away with 20 like he always does, but um, hopefully this is the week that Brandon's team finally catches up with him. I'm pretty happy with my lineup other than the fact that I had to put Aaron Jones in. Um... I might be able to make some trades right now. The thing that sucks, look at my injured players. Uh, Dalvin Cook, questionable. Sonny Michelle, doubtful. And Le'Veon Bell, out. So three running backs, and I had to put in Aaron Jones against the Rams. Um, he's only had one touchdown this year, so I'm kind of playing the probability of maybe he gets into the end zone this week. Um and then hopefully Christian McCaffrey and Mark Ingram show up and and get me some points. Um, should be a high-scoring game there in uh, in LA. So hopefully Devonte Adams too will catch a, a touchdown or two, and um, I can win another one. And I haven't lost a game in three weeks, so hopefully we can make that a month. Hans is taking on Mom. Hans is five and two. Mom is three and four. Mom's law won last week, and Hans lost last week. Uh, Hans needs to set his lineup. He's only projected at 59 points, 55 points right now, but he has three players on by. So once he does that, um, he'll be uh, he'll be a lot better. Mom's projected at 88. Um, Tom Brady and Kareem Hunt, Demarius Thomas, 
and Odell. Odell had a monster game last week and Joe Mixon. Mom's team is looking good so far. Um, we'll see if she can keep it up. Hopefully she drops this one and I can come up on her uh, a spot in the standings. We got Scott taking on Uncle Johnny. Uh, Scott's 2-5-0. and He's lost three in a row. Uncle Johnny is 1-5-1. He now has gone... Well, he tied last week, so his losing streak is in. I think he was down to almost four in a row that he was losing. Um, Scott is projected 75 points, and Uncle Johnny's projected at 99, and they both have their lineup set. Ooh. So, yeah, Scott needs to make some moves here. Hopefully Cam Newton has a good game for you, and Philip Lindsay will have a good game because I don't think Royce is going to get much action. Uh, Michael Thomas, but Scott has Julio Jones on a bye this week. So he's your cash cow, and you don't have him now. Um, yeah. Uncle Johnny has James Conner, so he'll be good for another week. He's the sixth running back on the year. Uh, Jordan Howard against the Jets. So we'll see what happens, but uh, it's not looking good for Scott in this one. He might go down to four in a row. Adam is taking on Tyler. Maybe Tyler will be able to handle Adam another loss like I did the week before. Um, Tyler needs to take creature. No. AJ has Derrick Henry in his lineup, but he's on a bye. So as soon as he gets in there, the lineup will be adjusted right now. It's an 84-86 game. So as soon as he sets his lineup, Tyler will be down uh, like a five or an eight-point underdog. And talked about them. And the final matchup is Travis versus Matt Bolton. They're both uh, four and three, so someone will be five and three, and someone will be four and four. Sorry, Addy's messing with my computer cord. That's the background noise that you see there. Um, Matt's project at 41, but he has Matt Ryan on a bye, Ezekiel Elliott on a bye. Um, a lot of his players on a bye. Travis is projected at 87. He's got Alvin Kamara in and James White. Now that Sony Michelle's out, James White will get a lot of action. Um, they only have him projected at 12 points. I think he's going to outscore that. Carry on Johnson. He doesn't even have Emmanuel Sanders in his lineup. So we'll see what happens there, but someone's going to move up in their rankings and someone's going to move down. Um, last week, Matt forgot to put his kicker into his lineup. So if your player's on a bye, for instance, if your defense is on a bye and your kicker or your defense is on a bye and you add another defense and drop that defense, it doesn't autofill it into your starting lineup. So you need to add that player. Otherwise, he won't start for you and his points won't count. Um, it's every team's responsibility to check their lineup before the week goes. Um, and if you don't have him in, he doesn't score your points. So Matt missed out on some points, but it didn't end up mattering. Um, 
to his uh, whether he would have won or lost. And those were the matchups. Uh, hopefully, everyone's having fun. We're halfway through the fantasy season. I put a question out to everyone. Not a lot of people responded, but um, let's see what we said. I wanted to know what people's biggest regret this fantasy season so far. I'll start with mine, and that was not paying attention. I mean, obviously, in the draft is Le'Veon Bell versus Todd Gurley. If I have Todd Gurley on my team, it's a very, very different outcome for everyone. Um, however... I chose to look past that because that was the obvious one, is I should have picked up James Conner. It would have cost me a bench spot, wouldn't have done anything. Travis was really smart, picked him up. He was able to trade him for Kareem Hunt and then in turn traded Kareem Hunt into Rob Gronkowski and Alvin Kamara. So Travis got Antonio Brown. He got Alvin Kamara and Rob Gronkowski, all players that could have gone in the first round and Travis got three of them. Um, that's mine. Uh, Scott's biggest regret was trading McCaffrey to me for Philip Lindsley. Um, this was a classic case. This was a trade where Christian McCaffrey wasn't doing well. I had Larry Fitzgerald on my team, who was a high name player, and Philip Lindsley had just had two big weeks. I picked him up off of waivers. So um, it could have gone either way. I, I think that Larry Fitzgerald should be a. Uh, a top receiver. I don't know why Arizona's not using him like they should have. At the time, I thought it was going to happen. It wasn't a trade that I thought that I was ripping Scott off of, but I was excited to get Christian McCaffrey on my team. Um, now I just need Le'Veon Bell to come back. Um, T-Bone says he wish he would have played Sterling Shepard in week four. Um, I don't remember that week, but you know, and these are these are things we learned, Scott. It was your first year playing, so I'm sure he'll be a lot more protective of his players last year. I don't think he's made a trade since, but uh, those are mine. If you guys want to comment on our uh, message, what you guys regret, that would kind of be a fun thing to do. Um, with that said, this will be, I guess we'll, we'll close it up here. Uh, if you have anything to say about the podcast, you can email me at thefantasyrookiepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully your week goes well. We'll see you guys next week.